Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Lowbound. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Good morning. What's happening to all you crazy people? We've got nothing but love for you. We are the Out of Bounds Show. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. We'll be there tomorrow. I'm going to take Blake Mania to Philip M's tonight. They got the big uh, Marty Stewart uh, theater grand opening this weekend. Uh, they've got shows Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They're private. Uh, I got invited. You may not have. I don't know. But anyway, um, that's kind of cool. 500-seat uh, theater in Philadelphia, Mississippi. And uh, he owns the largest collection of music memorabilia in the world, so I'm told. I guess when you start off with Johnny Cash at 15 years old, um, and then travel the world. That gives you a hell of an opportunity. Blake Mania, good morning. What's up? What's up, boss? How's it going? Man, I'm good. Uh, you know, we're going to be staying. We'll, we'll go to the Golden Moon Casino yeah. later today and probably make a ton of money at the sports book. Um, Obviously. So much that we can't even fit it in our car to come back uh, tomorrow. <laughs> and... Um, you know, we'll sit in the bar area of Philip M's and solve all the world's problems tonight. You taking futures on the uh, college football playoff? Maybe the Super Bowl? Or what about futures on Stetson Bennett the fourth yeah. being the Heisman Trophy winner Saturday Dude, night? Champion. Or is that Friday night? You know? I'll have to look. Okay. He's going to win it. It's going to happen. Wow. He's getting it. He's wow. The, he's, he's of course, the, it's proven they'll give it to anybody. I mean, Mark Ingram won it. Um Whoa, don't you know, take shots at Mark Ingram at Alabama because he stepped out of bounds. No, 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 I've said that before. I, it, I didn't care. That, I mean, I, I, I like New Orleans, the Saints. I love the city. I've said that, you know, a lot. I'm not a, I don't want to come off as a gung-ho, you know, Houdat fan, but I like the Saints and, and I, I want them to win. Um, You know, I don't, I mean, I'm not like Nathan McCarty or something who's a crazy man. Or uh, who is that guy, Jonathan? Yes. Or ha- we have got Todd on the text line. Todd. Todd. Todd wants us to Todd do. Todd loves tequila. Yes. He wants us to do 24 minutes with Detelier on the Saints. Right. Every week. Well, then I would have to. Uh, you see that hammer over there? Yeah. That you have by the. Uh, You'd want me to put it through your temple. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I get it. I, 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 I can't do 24 minutes on the Saints. I understand. The Heisman Trophy uh, presentation is December 10th, which is Saturday, and it is 7 p.m. Central. Okay. 
I'll do 24 minutes on food in the warehouse district. <laughs> and as you work your way up magazine into Midtown to Cafe Atchafalaya, yeah. and then you take a right, and then you get to St. Charles, and then you take a left on St. Charles, and you keep going up to Uptown, and you hit Tulane and Lower Line, and you can take a right over towards the boot, and I can tell you all kinds of fun restaurants and amazing places to dine, and I could do three hours on that. Yeah. In fact, I don't you and I should you're... go down there and do some kind of podcast for like two hours at an amazing local restaurant and just have them kind of roll out yeah. small plates of their menu. I mean, I will even if definitely it's eat food. Plates. I think our Saints fans, our Saints fans would probably prefer that you mix in a little Saints in there with your food, with I your can food talk, discussion. I can talk Bum Phillips and Archie Manning. <laughs> And uh, Archie Manning, what in the world? Yeah, uh, what what decade am I in right now? You, you don't Archie care anything Manning. about Archie Manning. No one under forty cares about Archie Manning, and that's not a shot at Archie Manning. I guess I guess Giants fans under forty are like, thank God for Archie Manning because Eli existed, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and maybe same for Colts and Broncos fans, but in reality, that guy. Ha- we were talking about other things in like dates and times before the show. Yeah. Um, because obviously December seventh and it's and it's Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day and all that kind of stuff and that that was eighty years ago I which know. is it's like I was saying when I was growing up it felt like it was not that long ago I mean I'm old now I guess but but that's true once Arch, you get over thirty that's Archie Manning for for sports fans and it's not a shot at Archie like I think every eventually if we keep playing sports the people we're watching now will be other than like your Tom Brady your Patrick Mahomes. Even some of the good guys who aren't the greatest will be, oh, that guy played forever ago. It's just kind of part of how life works, I think, too. It's like when I talk to my son and his buddies about Notre Dame. They don't care whatsoever. Because That's what you're talking they about don't, Archie. They don't, Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska has I not. Mean, I mean, I didn't grow up with Nebraska mattering my at all. My son will look at me like I have three eyeballs when I'm talking about Notre Dame. Yes. Like, we don't yeah. care about that. That's stupid. Correct. 100 100%. And, and they're not interesting. I mean, you know, they're in a place that's always gray and I mean, yeah. they really don't have Look, I mean, You know what? You know how I define Notre Dame football? About 3 or 4 years ago, Georgia went up there and played and they sold all their tickets to Georgia fans. Stole that stadium. Over. Stole that stadium. Over. Over. Um the show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance, the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, which has been on fire lately, is 601-707-3750. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, at Bo Bounds. Give us a follow, and then uh, your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. 885-3776. I'd like to know if you're still upset with Blake for taking shots at the Saints yesterday after they lost the way they did um, in their Monday night football game. And also your thoughts on Mr. Ranch dressing. Ooh. Nobody would party at the Onyx Bar. Like Stetson Bennett the fourth, baby. I mean, you know that Christmas party is going to be awesome at, at uh, CCJ. Dude, are you kidding me? Stetson Bennett. Blue, with- blue Blazers. Oh, and pleated khaki pants. Let's rock and roll this weekend. Stetson went from junior college in Mississippi to about to be back-to-back national champions Woo. and Heisman Trophy winner. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. 
When they do the Heisman House pickup basketball game, do you think Stetson that I should have made the Dallas Mavericks NBA team to the show? No. Okay, well then that's what I think about Stetson Bennett winning the Heisman. Why? It, it's it it's just so much to say that he didn't carry Georgia. Oh, but is that the definition of the award? No. I'm but I'm just throwing things out. You're not wrong. Okay. If you took Stetson I mean, look, away. they gave it they gave it to Mark Ingram. Yeah. Okay. They they gave it to uh, oh there was somebody else that I thought was silly. Um, well I have to look. It's become so irrelevant I can't remember who the hell won it. Didn't we go through like Oklahoma quarterbacks and Alabama players? Uh, Oklahoma QBs have won it won it more than anybody. They're the they're the most QB. Sam Bradford, team. Baker Mayfield, Jason White, over Eli Manning. Yeah. Hey, the committee gets it right sometimes. Wow. Wow. In all seriousness, though, um, he's going to win it. I, I feel pretty pretty confident. I feel pretty confident they're going to give it to him because it's the best team. Mm-hmm. It's back-to-back seasons, and he's the quarterback. And the other dude didn't win on Saturday. Max Duggan yeah. from TCU? Yeah. yeah. Had they gone that's undefeated? That's so silly. I mean, think about it. Why? He can't, why, can't a TCU, why can't TCU have a Heisman winner? No, he should. Oh. Oh, you're saying because he lost, that shouldn't hurt him. Right. I thought you were saying he didn't deserve to be up there. Yeah. I, okay, I got you. No, I agree. Like, he probably Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker beating Bama at home and at LSU. <sighs> Hendon Hooker should be the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, it, it. if uh, you don't winner, don't lose to South Carolina, uh, that's that's probably it. Do you think that uh, you think Stetson Bennett owns one, two, or three Blue Blazers? Uh, different shades, absolutely. Four or five different shades do you, of blue. How many ties do you think he owns that are uh, they're just black all, and red? They're just all, yeah. All, Maybe all a little things, silver? All red, just blue. It's just, yeah. it's just basic. It's red red for Georgia, you, baby. Do you think he has Georgia Bulldog pajamas? Yes, 100%. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. How many How many of our listeners right now have Mississippi State or Ole Miss pajamas? It's a great question. Text in. Let us know. All right. Big Board coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yes! Yeah. Now live 
from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man. Somebody just said uh, they want to put Mississippi State fans in the transfer portal. On our Ag Up Equipment text line, the Out of Bounds Show brought to you by the Amazing Steaks, Kessler Prime and the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. You can watch the show right now on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports, or on Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. Joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Steve, what is your takeaway on Mike Leach saying, I don't think, when talking about Dylan Johnson, his running back who just entered the transfer portal, I don't think he's very tough, and I'm glad he's leaving. Well, uh, I wouldn't have said that. Uh, I'm not Mike Leach's spokesperson by any stretch. I know what I saw on the field. I think Dylan Johnson played hard for Mississippi State. Now, obviously, I'm not coaching him every day. You know, I'm not around him every day. My interactions with the guy have been very positive, you know. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's not a good look. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are making a bigger deal out of this than probably it deserves. But, um, you know, the reality of it is it's, it's just not a good situation, no matter how you look at it. I mean, it's just not something that anybody should be proud of. It's not anything that uh, is good for Mississippi State. How do they clean it up by noon today and it blows over and they move on? I, I don't know that you do anything, really. I think you just let things play out. I mean, you, I don't think you make a statement. I don't think that Michael Leach addresses this. I just think you let Dylan Johnson, uh, you know, seek his opportunities elsewhere and you just move on with life. And, and that's one thing that I'll say is, you know, I, I, I guess in some respects, I, I guess I, I feel like the mafia about this. I mean, it's just some things are not meant for public consumption. And, you know, you know, Dylan made the statement. I don't I don't agree with the statement, but he's got to speak what he believes is his own, his own truth. And I think Mississippi State just moves forward. You go find another running back in the, in the transfer portal and you get ready to go play a football game. So, uh, so you think this will, will go away by, you know, whatever. I mean, our news cycles are about 12 to 24 hours. So they could be on the other side of that, and and you feel like Leach isn't going to reach out and apologize. Dylan's going to go his separate ways, and everybody moves on. I, I think that's what needs to happen. I, I don't think you get into this. You're never you're never going to win making public statements about things like this. You just let it, you just you know let everybody move on. I, mean, I, I just I don't see any benefit in in having to address this or or make a public statement about it or anything of the sort. I, I think you. You just move forward. You go find players that want to be a part of your program, and you, you know, you get ready to go play. I mean, it's it, it, what's amazing to me is like, like I've even seen some people say, "Oh, well, you know, we, we need to make a coaching change." Why? Because somebody got their feelings hurt. I mean, is that where we are as a society now that we want to go fire somebody because you know <laughs> they said something that hurt somebody's feelings? I mean, that, that's just amazing to me that that would even be part of the thought process. Uh, do you think that? What he said to Dil or about Dylan Johnson, excuse me, could cost him any other players on the roster. Leach. Yeah, that that's that's the thing that I I would say, 
you probably have to address maybe in a team meeting in the privacy of the locker room. I think maybe you, you sit down with everybody and clear the air and say, okay, hey, hey here's what happened. Here are our feelings on this. Here are how we're going to address it and kind of move forward from there. I mean, what, what happens between the player-coach relationship is not necessarily something that needs to be made public. I mean, especially in a situation like this where it's just a, it's just a matter of, you know, there was a statement made and somebody reacted to a statement. It's not like Dylan Johnson has been mistreated. I mean, and, and again, I'll say Dylan Johnson is a great young man. I don't think he's handled this well. But, you know, I, I don't think that his character is in question at all. I mean, I don't agree with the statement, but he is a quality young person. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I've only met him once, but, uh, you know, felt like he was a super young man. So you, your take away on this is it is an absolute and total overreaction both on your board, Twitter, uh, rival fan bases, and so on. Well, the first thing that I'll say is what rival fan bases think in 50 cents will get you a cup of coffee at the dealer's truck stop. I mean, that means absolutely nothing. That should never be a factor in the equation. But uh, – you know, you know, within your own fan base, I mean, there there are some people who think they're never going to be good with them because they don't want them to be good. You know, there are some people That's that have never bought into Mike Lee. No matter the situation, they're always looking for ammunition to fit their narrative. I mean, and so on the other side of it, I mean, there's a side of our fans that think, you know, Mississippi State and Mike Leach can never do any wrong. You know, there is fault on both sides here. I mean, clearly. You know, Mike Leach should have made those comments to another another player. I mean, if, if you make them directly to Dylan Johnson, okay, fine. You know, I can respect that. But you know, you, I don't think you go outside of the, that relationship and share those comments about another player. But the reality of it is, is I think there are a lot of people that are making them out and out of a molehill. Steve Robertson on the Yingling Lager guest line. Do you think that there should be someone on the staff that explains to Leach that he can't do what he just did? Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody can tell Mike Leach anything, to be honest with you. I know John John Cohen at times, uh, you know, certainly struggled with some of that. You know, I mean, I think Mike, in some respects, is often misunderstood. And I think, again, there are some people that don't want to understand Mike's side of things. And, you know, I, I support every coach while they're the coach at Mississippi State. I think that's what most people should do. I mean, because if Mike Leach is successful, it means Mississippi State is successful. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Steve Robertson discussing the uh, Dylan Johnson-Mike Leach fiasco. Uh, Steve seems to believe that this thing will blow over. Uh, it, is what what is happening to Mississippi State any different than what's happening to most SEC teams? No, not really. I mean, of course, the optics on this are a little bit different because it has been made public. But, you know, I talked about it on my own show yesterday. I mean, this is the, the world we're in now with college athletics. I mean, you, Mississippi State's basically right there with everybody else with number of players that are transferred. I mean, it's just this one is, is a little more public because you had a player make a negative comment about his coach on the way out the door. And so you know, the portal is a good thing and a bad thing. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I hate the portal. Well, you know, if you love college baseball, you ought to love the portal because of the fact Mississippi State was able to retool their roster in the offseason due to the portal. And so – there are positives and negatives to every bit of that. I think it's important to understand that every situation is a little bit different. But, no, nah, Mississippi State's not bleeding players at this point. I mean, that's not to say there may not have been a fence-sitting player that says, you know what, maybe I need to go after this too. I mean, you know, that's why I think Mississippi State has to handle this expediently and, and uh, get those coaches and players 
on the same page to to prevent maybe some defections. But and they're going to be a couple more guys lead we already know about. We talked about that on Gene's page, and I don't think it's necessarily related to this. I think you know guys are just looking for other opportunities that they feel are better for them in their college careers. Uh, do you expect the staff to get in front of the players today at Mississippi State? Well, I think you got to get on the phone with them one way or another. You know, everybody's out recruiting right now, so you, you know, you're going to have to make an effort here you know, to kind of open the lines of communication and kind of maybe ease your way through this and maybe address some players' concerns. But uh, I think communication is the key to every bit of this. You, you have to talk to people and you have to let them speak their mind. It's not just about you talking to them. You got to listen to them too. In your opinion, how bad advice is Dylan Johnson getting from maybe a third party or a handler after you know, all the touches I, that he's received? The, uh, wherever he goes, if I had to bet $1,000, he's not going to receive as many touches either running or catching the football. Your thoughts in 30 seconds. I think, yeah, I think that's probably a fair assessment. And, yeah, I certainly would like to have seen Dylan stay, not just because of the fact that he is a good player, but I believe that he is a good person. But uh, I wish him well wherever he, does, wherever he goes and whatever he elects to do. But I don't think there's any coming back from this now. I think, you know, you got to go somewhere and hope that the roster is uh, – it's beneficial to you because you're exactly right. You could have a diminished role in a new program. All right. Steve Robertson, your uh, your board's on fire. Jeanspage.com, 247 Sports. And uh, evidently, Dylan Johnson just tweeted out. Did you see that, Steve? Uh, we'll talk about that on the other side. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com at 830. On the Yingling Lager guest line, good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Hey, this is ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Men's Clinic in Madison, Dr. Mike Manning and Dr. Cliff Adams. I love their site, themanthing.com, themanthing.com, Dr. Mike Manning, Dr. Cliff Adams, and a state-of-the-art clinic designed to help men with the aging process. Check it out today. It's on Highland Colony in Madison themanthing.com and Dr. Mike Manning and Dr. Cliff Adams. They offer safe and effective testosterone replacement, nutritional supplements, IV infusions, among other procedures and things at the Men's Clinic in Madison. Themanthing.com is brought to you by Dr. Mike Manning and Dr. Cliff Adams. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We've got our friend Mike Dettelier 
WWL Radio TV New Orleans, Saints LSU NFL Draft. He joins us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Mike D, um, I like Mark Ingram, and he's a good player. Uh, I'm surprised a veteran of 10, or 10 11 years uh, doesn't get to the stick on a play like that last night, which basically costs the Saints the game. Your thoughts? Not only does he not get to the sticks, he runs out of bounds. Stop the clock. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, listen, bad teams find a way to lose. Bottom line. And that's what you're dealing with this year. Uh, this isn't the first or the second or the third, you know, kind of incident uh, that just tells you it, it's a disconnect on this football team. And uh, not only does Ingram not get the first and run out of bounds, on the third and one, you throw a pass to Marquez Callaway, who basically had not really been involved in the game throughout the entire game. So you stop the clock again, you know. And no matter what, 44, 45 years old, you give Brady enough chances, he's going to catch you. Mm. And uh, that's what happened last night. But this team has had so many uh, self-inflicted wounds. Uh, early in the game, you had a chance to get more points. You had a drop pass with Chris Olave. The ball hits him in the helmet. It goes through his hands, hits him in the helmet, and falls out of bounds. Uh, Jarvis Landry, who I've seen, makes some really difficult catches in his uh um, high school, college, pro career, you know, he drops one. Uh, you got 12 men on the field. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one thing after another, and it's finding new ways to lose. And that's what you got on this football team uh, right now. And I said this a week ago on WWL. Uh, if you thought the 13 and nothing loss was difficult to take, and it was, because defensively you played good enough to win. When you only give up 13 points, you should win games. Uh, that it hadn't hit rock bottom. I think last night was rock bottom because for three and a half quarters, you were a better football team, and you had that game exactly where you wanted it, and you let it slip away. Mike, uh, is is that enough for them to move off of Dennis Allen year one, or do you feel like Mickey Loomis will bring him back for another year? They have not been an organization that has kind of chopped down real quickly, but you 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 got to have some long thoughts about this now. And Dennis, I, I thought really did a really good job as defensive coordinator here uh, the past couple of years. Um, defense played hard for him. Uh, they were a really good unit, and sometimes the room is too big. Uh, you know, listen, we, we've all seen it. That some guys are better assistant coaches than head coaches, uh, and especially at this level, at the NFL level. I mean, you got to have some long thoughts about that. Now, you know, I mean, for Saints fans, they want to get rid of him today. <laughs> I mean, you do, And listen, I, I've, I've done sports talk for the last two hours, so I'm just telling you, uh, they, they want him out today. Uh, you know, it doesn't do you any good to, to make a coaching change during the season. That that really never helps anything. But you got to have 
some long thoughts about this and did I make the right decision uh, last offseason if you Mickey Loomis? Did, did I make that right choice uh, to bring in Dennis Allen? And I, I understood what he was trying to do. He was trying to keep continuity. Uh, the Dennis had been sort of part of that Saints family. He knew how the organization run. Uh, he had had success as a defensive coordinator with this team. But, you know, sometimes um, that works and sometimes it doesn't in this league. It really, sometimes uh, you're you better off going outside the fray. Uh, now, teams constantly change. You know, it's constant. You have 17 to 25 new players on a team every year in the NFL. That's just the way it is. And uh, starting to be uh, that that percentage uh, in college football, too, the, the way transfer portal situation is. But uh, I do think you you got to give that some real serious thought this offseason because Superman's not coming in save the day the last four games for you. Right. Right. There is no Superman that's going to save that. Uh, and it's very reminiscent, the NFC South, of 2014. Uh, Carolina won the division in 2014 with a 7-8-1 and one record. Saints that year were 7-9. and nine. Yeah. Carolina won the last four games of the season to get in to win the, the NFC South. And here's even crazier, they won a playoff game with that 7-8-1 team. And I think for Saints fans, you, you had that hope maybe, you know, you can beat the Bucks, and maybe you can piece together a couple of wins uh, streak-wise. Well, that that didn't happen. And then I look at the Bucks; they no great shakes neither. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can see all the flaws in that football team too. But, uh, man, again, uh, you give Brady enough opportunities, he's going to catch you. What is what is New Orleans? We're visiting with Mike Natillier, uh, Saints Insider NFL Draft. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line, WWL uh, Radio TV New Orleans. And this this interview is brought to you by Sound and Communications, the top quality audiovisual company in Mississippi, soundcomav.com. Mike D., they don't have a first-round pick. What? How do they – What? What is their approach? They've got to get better at quarterback. Everything in this league is driven through the quarterback position. Where do they go from here, Mike? Well, first things first, with Sean Payton coming back into the league, you're going you're gonna to get some compensation there. Oh, so that's that, right. That's right. So that, that'll recoup you. You won't get as high a pick as what you gave up uh, for Philly. And, you know, that's all the Eagles need, a top-ten pick. Uh, you know, uh, as loaded a team as they have across the board. And uh, But, you know, Peyton's going to come back into the league, and so you're going to be able to recoup some some of those picks for it. won't be as high. But, you know, that that's one kind of into it. And my feeling is you you just you have to kind of double down on this. Uh, you you got to go get your veteran quarterback and pick your pick your quarterback high in the draft. You got to do both. Uh, it's not just a one piece element here. It's it's two pieces. Okay. So who do you have ranked the highest 
for our listeners, Mike has been uh, covering and had his NFL draft guide for 35 years. Who is number one on your board, QB? Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud? Oh, Bryce Young. Okay. And, it, and it's it's not even close. Okay. This is not even close uh, at That's this stage. Uh, you know, everybody has tried to – well, I say everybody. A lot of people have tried to somehow put C.J. Stroud or, or Will Levis – uh, oh, good hell. You know, in that category. Uh, it, it hasn't, you know, come on, your lion eyes don't tell you any different. It's Bryce Young, and it's by a lot. Uh, you know, he, he has the the poise, the, the throwing elements, the accuracy, the foot movement skills, uh, leadership, all this stuff. He's got it. And you can see he's, he's a playmaker out on the field. The other two guys, uh, C.J. and and Levis, are bigger, uh, stronger, uh, have stronger arms. uh, But there are parts of that game that you say, you know, it ain't quite there. It's not there. And so you're going to go through some growing pains with it, uh, with with both of them. But I think both of them end up being first-round picks. But if you're talking about the top quarterback in this draft class, it's Bryce Young, and it's it's not even close. All right, take out Bryce. Um, who who's worth going after um, if you're the Saints? Uh, out of out of that group of C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, Levis out of Kentucky, Hinton Hooker out of Tennessee, and Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Who 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 are you willing to take a flyer on, Mike? That you think in a year, maybe kind of a red shirt year, the next year, this guy could be at least pretty damn good. Hendon Hooker for me, it's his accuracy skills, his touch on the football, his poise under pressure, his ability to find the open receiver downfield. It sticks out to me more so than the other players who are a lot of hit and miss. Uh, if you watch Levitz or Anthony or CJ, it's a lot of inconsistency. Uh, is it that way with Hooker? No, it isn't. Uh, now, you might say, well, the system is built that way. Well, isn't he part of the system? <laughs> uh, you know, what the hell was Tennessee before him? Exactly. Yeah, and so uh, and he's coming off the knee injury, so first things first. I got to go to my medical staff and say, "Hey, tell me when you think will be the earliest I can get him <clears throat> out on the field." But when you look at that group and you look at what you're looking at to sort of piece together the quarterback spot, Hooker has a lot of the elements that I'm looking for. Yes, and accuracy and consistency are part of it, and he's got it much more than the other three, who who have immense talent. But sometimes talent isn't the only thing at that, that position. Just having arm strength doesn't mean a hill of beans uh, when you you know break it all down. It really doesn't. Uh, you'd like to have that, that element, but that's not the biggest thing that you're looking for. You're looking for a guy who's who's poised, who's the five-star general out on the field. No doubt. Who's accurate and who today can give you some movement skills. 
uh, because, man, it's the game has become much quicker, much faster than before. And Connor Brady's the last of the Mohicans, <laughs> the guys that really don't move around much and can make it happen. He's sort of the last of the Mohicans yeah. uh, that, that can get away with that. I agree with that. Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager guest line. Okay, so, Mike, you've got Bryce Young by far and away uh, as the number one guy, and then you have Hendon Hooker. Uh, who, who's who got the biggest bust factor out of the group that we're, we'll take out Bryce, and now we'll take out Hooker? Uh, Levis, Stroud, Richardson, which one out of those would you be like, ah, I can't go there? To me, in watching Stroud, he's he's got a lot of inconsistency that uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there, and I know he's going to be a top ten pick, right? But I, you know, I I I see some things in him that's disturbing uh, when you watch a quarterback, uh, especially with the talent he's surrounded by. That there that. Um, kind of ebb and flow, almost stock market type throwing, uh, to me, doesn't equate well in the NFL. Uh, when I look at Levitz this year, he, uh, and I know he had the injury, but he he sort of demonstrated the exact same thing. But uh, I, I saw some pieces there that I think I could work with. Anthony Richardson of all the guys has the most physical talent, the most talent from a standpoint of size, arm strength, foot speed. He's He's got it. But there are some elements in his game with judgment. And some of that has to do is he, he hasn't started a lot of games in this league. Hasn't. And so that, there was some experience uh, factors that you saw. And um, he would need the quarterback whisper around him uh, to to kind of get some of the rough spots off of him. But man, he if you're talking about just pure talent, man, he he's he's got it. He's got that wow factor about him, and you can see it very quickly. Mike Dettelier on the Yingling Lager guest line talking college quarterbacks to the NFL. Out of these five, Mike, um, do you expect, obviously Young and Stroud, Hooker, Richard Levis, do you expect all five to go in the first round? I I think you'll probably see that. Uh, because I think Richardson and Levis will win the offseason. They they'll win the off season, where you know. And listen, you're not running for president of the United States here. Uh, you don't need the electoral college to get you in round one. All you need is one, one team, and that That's there are point. probably 14 teams in the NFL looking for starting quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and there's a shortage of them in the National Football League. Uh, when Hinden went down, you know, a lot of people, oh, my God, it's going to devastate his draft stock. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a tough injury, 
and you hated to see it happen to him. But it didn't devastate his draft stock. Those are the same people that came on your show and other shows that told you when when Williams, uh, when Jamison went down in Alabama, oh, that takes him out of round one. Where'd he go? He went in the top half of round one. Absolutely. In a quarter, in a receiver draft filled with receivers. So uh, there's always that knee jerk reaction uh, to that sort of situation. Always that that reaction to it. And so, uh, you know, it, <laughs> I, I can tell you that I think that. If you just slip that tape on and you watch Hooker, you see that there's some talent there, immense talent with him. Uh, and uh, he's not getting out of round one. Mike Natillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line uh, talking NFL draft. Uh, how big of a swing and miss was it, in your opinion, Mike D., for Hennon Hooker not to be invited? to New York as a Heisman finalist? Because I sure thought he should have. That's awful. That's awful. Absolutely awful. Um, That he's not going to be there. You know, in my opinion. Uh, Again, Heisman voters, (laughs) you got some old guard people there. Oh, well, he went down to the injury. Oh, okay. Uh, Man, what more could you have asked him to do? To be honest with you, what more could you have asked him to do? It it just goes to show, um, you know, how this voting is so flawed in so many different ways that he's not there in New York. Really is. Uh, so it's absolutely terrible. You you expect the Houston Texans, and I know they love to screw things up, but you you expect the Houston Texans to take Bryce Young with the number one pick in the draft? I think that would probably be their lean uh, at this stage. Um, uh, Again, uh, I work with a lot of former quarterbacks, and the one thing they all say is quarterbacks trump everything. And they're right. (laughs) I hate to admit it, but they are right uh, about it. So I would think, yeah, that that's where the Texans are leaning at this stage uh, to go for Bryce. And uh, the the holes there, you know, um, you know, Mills kind of gave him a little bit of a thrill here and there, but you know, it's a big hole at quarterback. Okay, so let's switch gears. I've only got a couple of minutes to LSU. Uh, what does LSU's future look like? All right, how about this? LSU next year, Labor Day weekend, Mike D. Who's going to be the starting quarterback for the LSU Tigers? Well, I know the recruiting is still going on to, to try to convince Jaden Daniels to come back okay. and play another season, and we'll see what happens. I mean, we got the shocker yesterday because I didn't think um, Kayshawn would come back, to to be honest with you. I, I thought, he, I, and I've talked to a few people around him that um, had made the comment to me they felt he was going to come out early, but that maybe over the last couple of weeks he had he was given this a little bit more thought than in they had maybe thought he would and then he surprised everybody Jaden um is talented he will not be he will not be a top round pick 
meaning he won't be a first or second round pick. He's gotta he's gotta make up that that big choice, and I think he's the biggest recruit uh, right now for Brian Kelly to bring back. I don't think there's any question about it. So, if it's not him, then it'll be quite a, a battle between Nussmeyer and Walker Howard. Wow. It's going to be quite a battle because I think if you're looking at just talent on the hoof, Walker Howard, it looks to be that guy. But, you know, you saw Garrett and you saw some of the throws he made (laughs) and you walk away saying, hey, that's pretty impressive. Uh, He's not your typical LSU quarterback in the past. He's, He's barely over six foot tall. He's got a bit of a gunslinger personality, which he doesn't like me to say, but, you know, I told him, you know, what more you want me to tell you? That's the truth. That, that's how he plays the game. And, he, you know, we sort of joke about it between us. But, man, you know, he's got, he's got some genetics there. He understands how to play this game at a high level. And he can put a ball in a tight window. Uh, so if he doesn't play at LSU, he's going to play somewhere else. But Walker Howard's the guy that, I think if you really put Brian in the lie detector machine, you would say, man, that guy's impressive. When all of them came to Manning, and it was Miles, um, Garrett, Jaden, and Walker, and they threw that Saturday morning, if you were just a casual observer, you said, man, of the four guys, that Walker Howard looks the best of the four. Gotcha. We'll leave it there. Mike Dettelier at Mike Dettelier on Twitter, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Thanks, Mike D. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Mike D. on the Yingling Lager guest line. His interview is always brought to you by sound and communications. Top quality audio and visual. Top quality audio and visual, including video conference room design, lighting, Nurse call, critical communication, PA systems powered by soundcomav.com. That's sound and communications.